We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. An opportunity for Luka Doncic and the Mavericks to take the lead and now win the game. Double team. Dinwiddie. Buzzer beater. Spencer Dinwiddie has done it again. This dude has got a home with the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, this is Spencer Dinwiddie and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Morning Coffee with Mav Step Back. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Uh, if you're a t-shirt guy, you know, you like you like to wear podcast logo t-shirts or other cool designs, check out our Tee Public page. Uh, we're on there, and we have a lot of cool designs, not just the podcast t-shirts. So if you want to go get you one of those, go grab one of those over there. Uh, and as always, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps us out uh, when we get those reviews. So appreciate it, guys. Um, so I know I start all of these off by saying... Good morning, and you know I'm just I'm naturally an optimistic person. Uh, you know I've I'm I'm kind of a morning person as is, which my wife uh, kind of she doesn't hate it, but you know she also <laughs> she's the opposite of me. Uh, she's not a morning person, so uh, maybe maybe I should have started this one off a little bit differently, given how the last two games for the Mavs have gone, but. Uh, Man, it's uh, it's a struggle right now. I mean, there's there's honestly not too much to be optimistic about with the Mavs, aside from you know the first three of their five losses uh, coming down to the final possession of of regulation. So, uh, but these last two games, awful. Now, given it was it was odd circumstances the Orlando game on Wednesday it got moved up to a 4:30 start time because of the tropical storm coming in uh so that kind of threw people's patterns off a little bit and you know Luca he wasn't able to extend his 30 game scoring streak to start the season and the Mavs only scored 87 points in a 94-87 loss to the Magic on Wednesday 
After that, they had to take a nearly two-hour bus ride to Tampa uh, before they could fly to Washington, D.C. So, instead of, again, due to the tropical storm. So, instead of doing their normal thing, flying out, you know, directly from the arena there, they had to take a bus to Tampa, then fly out to D.C., and that kind of threw off their their normal scheduling, you know, from, from what they're used to. So... I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying for a road back-to-back, it made things tougher, you know, having everything thrown off that way. But the bigger concern is the play of Luka. And, you know, me and my guy, Drew Johnson, DJ, uh, we've talked about it on the last handful of pods. He comes on here with me once a week, and we go more in-depth, and it's not just a, you know, a quick pod that I throw out in the mornings like these, but... We, we've talked about how we've worried about Luca's workload and, you know, specifically the usage rate and, you know, how this probably isn't sustainable uh, through the course of an 82-game season. And, I mean, look, it, it's only game 11. Uh, that was only game 11 in Washington that the Mavs ended up losing uh, 113-105. But... I mean, you can tell it's starting to starting to get to him a little bit. Uh, in the loss, Lucas said, "I have been awful for two games." Uh, he said, "These last two games are on me. I had a really busy summer. I think a little bit of that came after me. I'm just feeling more tired on the court these last two games more than anything, but that's not an excuse." I love that he says it's not an excuse, but I mean, it's a valid excuse if he wanted to use it because, man, I, again, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a glass half full type of Mavs guy, Um, you know, even when they signed JaVale McGee over the summer, you know, I was initially skeptical of him being the starting center. But overall, I thought, you know, he he addresses a need because of how bad Dwight Powell was in the playoffs. Uh, you know, given JaVale wasn't good, very good for the Suns in the playoffs either, but in my head, from what I watched, uh, I figured he was bigger and longer enough to be more effective than what we saw from Powell in the postseason. That hasn't been the case. JaVale has been a no-show. Uh, I don't know if it's fair uh, to put it all on him because we probably should have all seen this coming. He's 34 years old, uh, and, I mean, he's he's a role player. I mean, that's just what he is. He's a three-time champion. He's carved out a nice little career for himself in the league. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, JaVale McGee is a role player. And the Mavs went out and signed him, and Jason Kidd promised him a starting spot uh, you know, knowing that he is just a role player. So, I mean, we and he's 34 years old and gave him a three-year, $17 million deal. So, I, I don't know, man. That, that's It's bad when you go out and sign a 34-year-old dude to that kind of a contract three years long and he's already become unplayable. It's just terrible. And then... Another thing that really 
grinds my gears, so to speak, is the fact that we were all, I mean, and I mean, I, I, I know, I'm sure there's some people that didn't, but for the, from what I saw, myself included, uh, other people in Mavs media, uh, that I talked to quite often, the majority of the fan base, everybody was screaming over the off season. Hey guys, we have a third ball handler issue probably need to address that you know go after Drogic well they supposedly talked with Drogic but then Drogic comes out and says that the Mavs basically offered him a mascot position you you know and and now Drogic is averaging 10 points a game while shooting uh 40 percent from three for the Chicago Bulls, and he's only playing 19 minutes a game, you're telling me that he couldn't have done that for the Dallas Mavericks with this current roster construction? What are we doing, guys? You know, I I mean, I, I try not to... I, I try not to get, you know... What's the word? I try not to overreact to certain things. And I'm sure the Mavs will still be fine. As this season progresses and they figure some things out, and I'm sure there will be a couple of roster tweaks at some point, but it's just really annoying that we were screaming throughout the entire offseason, hey guys, this is an issue. We we need to get, you know, Goran Dragic or, or Dennis Smith Jr., who's had a resurgent season uh, with the Charlotte Hornets and shown what he's capable of. And he wanted to come back to Dallas. He wanted to take that fifteenth roster spot and just get a just get a camp invite from the Dallas Mavericks, and they they wouldn't do it. So, I mean, it, that's what's frustrating. They they lost Jalen Brunson. Yes, they traded for Christian Wood. That was a good acquisition, but Jason Kidd is playing mind games with the guy and not letting him play. Like I don't I don't think Christian Wood has cracked the thirty minute mark in any of these games so far. He won't even try him as a starter, uh, which I mean I know they want his production off the bench, but come on, guys, you, you gotta you gotta try something a little different. Um, you know, so Christian Wood he was stellar to start this season, you know those first handful of games, and then now he's just like become an afterthought, and hopefully when he comes back from this knee strain, uh, we see more of an effort from Jason Kidd to, to get him more involved. And hopefully he eventually starts because that's what needs to happen. Uh, Christian Wood needs to start. Josh Green needs to start over Reggie Bullock, who has been awful to start this year. My guy, uh, Michael Mulford, wrote a piece recently for DallasBasketball.com, you know, showing how uh, Bullock always starts out the season slow throughout his career. He's got all the numbers, you know, and then around – Around December, he starts to pick it up. And then, you know, through the rest of the year, he's a flamethrower. Which is fine, but right now it is killing the Mavs. It's killing him. you got to go with your best five players to start a game. And, you know, you can figure out the bench stuff as you go. Maybe Bullock needs to play against more second second unit guys instead. I mean, and it's not like the guy's been a lockdown defender either. He's had some good defensive plays, but for the most part, I mean, he's been getting blown by on the perimeter this year. So, I mean, I think I think Jason Kidd, 
you got to come out and start Luca, Spencer Dinwiddie, who has been the Mavs' best player by far the last two games. I mean, I he scored six. Let me see, 29-33. He scored sixty-two points in the last two games, and it's gone to waste, which is just it just makes me sick. Uh, but anyway, kid needs to start Luka Doncic, Spencer Dinwiddie, Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, even though Dorian hasn't been, you know, great to start this season. I mean, he's still he's still getting the job done defensively. Uh, and Christian Wood at center. That needs to be your starting five. If it works, awesome. Stick with it. Roll with it. If it doesn't, Go to something else, but he's got to at least try it. You have to try it. You can't be stubborn and stick with, you know, what's been running Luca into the ground so far. Uh, you know, I know I know people wanna stagger Luca and Seawood's minutes just because Luca tends to be so ball dominant. I feel like if you start the two together it would take some of the burden off of Luka. Like, just get him the ball a little bit more. Like in that game, the Mavs won, and, you know, Luka made a concerted effort to get him the ball. And Christian Wood did amazing. He did amazing. And Luka didn't have to do as much as, you know, what he usually does. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. That, that's It's really frustrating. The team's 6-5. and five. 
the the sky isn't falling, but you know they would be much better than what they are right now if if the front office had you know addressed a very specific need that was created by Jalen Brunson leaving. And I'm not even gonna you know say anything negative about you know uh, Jalen Brunson leaving altogether because I feel like once they didn't. Once they got to December of last season, I don't think Jalen Brunson was going to sign an extension, even if they had offered it before the trade deadline. You know, if they were if they were serious about keeping Jalen Brunson, they should have given him the extension before last season, even with his poor 2021 playoff performance against the Clippers. Jalen Brunson on the Dorian Finney-Smith extension would still be worth it even before his breakout last year. It just it was an asset management issue, but again, once you got past December, I don't think there's anything the Mavs could have done about it. He was he had his mindset on New York. Uh Rick Brunson was pushing that. Uh there was some heavy tampering involved, which is what the league is still looking into. Don't know what's going to become of that. But I mean, it happened. And it is what it is, and it created a very specific need that we knew was going to affect this team if they didn't address it, and they didn't. You know, we got told that, oh, well, people forget that we have Frank Nilakina. Frank Nilakina is not a ball handler. Frank Nilakina is a 3 and D guard. He's a, he's a 3 and D wing in a guard's body. And a lot of times, you know, the three is not there at least during his math stint. So, you know, that's not working. Josh Green, he's had a uh, a really good start to this season, but he's still he's not a true third ball handler type. Of, that's just not the type of player he is. He's an effective player. He's a good player, uh, but that's just not the need. And then, you know, we got told that Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back is basically like a free agent acquisition. Well, Tim Hardaway Jr., aside from having, you know, a couple of hot streaks, has not been very good. And, and, and again, he's not a ball handler. He, he can't be a third point guard on the team. He, when Tim Hardaway Jr. gets the ball, he's chucking it. And to his credit, sometimes he's chucking it a lot and making it a lot. But when it's not falling, you know, there's no off switch there. It just keeps going. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, but you know, I, and Christian Wood, we got told that, you know, all the, the points from, from adding him and, you know, the rebounding with JaVale McGee. And by the way, uh, the Mavs got out rebounded 49 to 29 in Orlando. And then they got out rebounded 52 to 36 in Washington in this back to back. So, I mean, that's, that's not shoring up either. I mean, it's just not, it's just not good right now and I'm gonna stop complaining I'm gonna stop you know I'm gonna get off my soapbox so to speak uh but I'm just gonna leave it at that it's not good right now and it's it's something that the front office shouldn't be surprised by because we knew this was gonna happen they should have given Drogic more of a serious offer and if he still hadn't accepted it and went to Chicago then they should have given Dennis Smith Jr. a second shot uh, 
you know, and, and invited him to camp, especially knowing that he wanted to be there. That was just, uh, they fumbled the bag there twice. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the consolation prize for all that was uh, signing Faku Compazzo to, to a non-guaranteed deal and he hasn't hardly played any. He played a little bit in the New Orleans game, and I don't know if he's played any since, but, I mean, you can tell he's, uh, you know, that probably wasn't a guy Jason Kidd wanted the Mavs to sign because of his size. I mean, he's just he just doesn't seem like a, like a J-Kid type player. Um, so, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what they do from here. Uh, I've seen some... I've seen some things where a guy like Derrick Rose with the Knicks is not happy with his role uh, so far, and, you know, the Knicks are struggling and everything. That would be a good pickup there. Obviously, the Mike Conley stuff, we've talked about that uh, in the past. And, you know, maybe maybe the Mavs can do something that, you know, we we don't see coming. Uh, that's, that's how the Dinwiddie – KP trade happened last year. We didn't see it coming. We didn't think, you know, much was going to happen. But then, bam, it did right at the trade deadline. But I think this is a situation where the Mavs are going to have to do something before the trade deadline. Because, uh, again, what what they're forcing Luka into doing isn't sustainable. And, you know, I see people, uh, when I tweeted out what Luka said during his press conference last night, there were a lot of people mostly just NBA people in general, not uh, not Mavs fans. But uh, there's a lot of people saying, like, oh, well, you know, if he would pass the ball more, he wouldn't be as tired. That's not the point. People don't understand uh, how historic the start of this season was for Luka. It was not normal stuff that we were watching. I mean, the guy was going toe-to-toe with what, you know, Wilt Chamberlain did in the 1960s. And he was 14 games away from being first on the list, you know, for a guy to start a season scoring 30-plus points a game. It wasn't normal stuff, and he had to do it. He had to do it for the Mavs to get every one of their wins, aside from the blowout win uh, against Memphis in the second game of the season. Every other win, Luka had to be that good and that ball dominant for the Mavs to win, because if he hadn't, it just it wasn't going to happen for the Mavs. They didn't have anybody else, you know, stepping up at that point, aside from Christian Wood, and he wasn't playing enough. So uh, they they got to do something to help him out. They got to do something to where when he sits, they don't lose uh, the minutes in the game badly, because that that that's been a trend all season long. They lost in that Wizards game last night. They lost both stints. Uh, when Luca went to the bench to sit, and to no one's surprise, Javale McGee was a part of both of those stints. I mean, it just the guy just doesn't need to play. I know, I know they got him in free agency and promised him a starting spot, and they probably feel bad having to go away from that so early in the season. But you, you got to do what you got to do to win. I mean, you can't worry about somebody's feelings. Uh, you know. And I was telling somebody last night, you know, this is – it's kind of like the DeAndre Jordan situation in Luka's rookie year. 
we all had, you know, we talked ourselves into the idea of DeAndre Jordan, but he was a swinging door on defense. And, you know, he had some moments where it looked like Luka wasn't happy with him. We've already seen that between Luka and JaVale McGee uh, in the last couple of games. And But the difference is DeAndre Jordan was a one-year deal. So they were actually able to trade him before that season was over. And, you know, that was it. They, they moved on from that. JaVale McGee is on a three-year contract. I don't know how tradable he is. I don't know. We'll have to see. But anyway, uh, the Mavs, they have now lost two in a row again. Uh, they are 6-5. and five. It was the first time all season that they've lost two games in a row. And, uh, you know, I'll say it again. The circumstances were weird on that back-to-back. So, hopefully they get a, a day's rest. Uh, they play back at home against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they're debuting their new uh, their new city gear uniforms, which is oh man, they're so sweet. If y'all haven't seen those, y'all go check them out. They've got a ton of cool uh, city edition gear <clears throat> on the Mav site and NBA site. It's uh, it's you know the Mavs are in a funk right now. Things aren't fun. Well, those uniforms are fun. Uh, they, looking at those makes me feel a little bit better. Um, but you know, overall, uh, I think this team is capable of winning games. Like, even if they don't change anything, they'll still find a way to, you know, make it into the seventh or eighth seed in the West. But this team had higher expectations than that. And we need to see them, you know, make the moves that a contender uh, needs to make. We need to see more urgency given the start of this season, uh, to add a third ball handler after it, you know, the guys failed to do so in the offseason. But next game, Saturday, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, not sure if Dame's going to play in that one or not, but uh, that starts a five-game homestand uh, for the Mavs. So maybe, maybe after the Mavs went 4-1 uh, and one on their last five-game homestand, Maybe they can do something similar on this one. But Saturday they play the Trailblazers. Then the following Tuesday, so, oh, man, they get Sunday and Monday off. So two days off, essentially three if you count all day Tuesday until the game starts. Uh, So then Tuesday they play the Clippers, who will be without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, And then on a back-to-back they play the Houston Rockets, who have been awful to start this year, but we know how – the Mavs play against awful teams, so that'll be one to keep an eye on. And then they finish up that five-game homestand with a uh, mini-series against the Denver Nuggets on Friday and Sunday. So um, the homestand starts this weekend. It goes all through next week and next weekend. Uh, and hopefully they can get back on track because, I mean, Luka, he just he looks worn out, man. He needs He needs a break. He needs somebody other than Spencer Dinwiddie to step up. Hopefully the Mavs get Christian Wood back Saturday. And again, uh, maybe Jason Kidd will kind of, you know, unleash him a little bit more instead of playing these these mind games. So, uh, 
Really quick before I get off of here, I have I've spent way too long ranting. I I, I didn't anticipate going this long on a podcast, but sometimes you just got to say stuff, you know. Um, but around the NBA last night, there were uh, three other games. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Philadelphia 76ers 104-95. to James Harden has been out, uh, and he's going to be out for a while uh, with an injury, but <clears throat> the Hawks take care of business. They're 8-4 and four this year despite Trey Young shooting 37% from the field. Uh, it must, it must be nice. It must be nice to have your superstar, uh, struggling that much throughout this season. And yet your team is, is eight and four and winning these big games, uh, fairly handily. So that, <laughs> that's, uh, that if Luca was shooting 37%, this Mavs team would be, uh, probably, you know, three and nine or something. Anyway, uh, the Hornets and the Heat. Uh, the Heat won in overtime, one seventeen to one twelve. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. had some really nice highlight plays in that game, and uh, the the Hornets might have won it if he hadn't gotten hurt at the end of regulation. Uh, but he did. He 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 went down, and it looked like a really tough ankle sprain. Uh, and he did not return to the game. He went back to the locker room. So that was unfortunate. Uh, and then the T- Portland Trailblazers, who come to American Airlines Center uh, on Saturday, they're 9-3 and three after defeating the New Orleans Pelicans, who fall to 6-6 six and six on the season. Uh, uh, Jeremy Grant has, has been able to provide uh, a big spark for the Portland Trailblazers with Dame Lillard out. Uh, he had 27 points, eight rebounds, four assists, four steals, and a block in 42 minutes. And he shot 50% from the field and from three. So the Jeremy Grant addition is going quite well for Portland right now. And they basically traded a bag of chips for him from the Detroit Pistons last year. Uh, it was technically a first rounder, but if you get to looking at the details, it was really a fake first rounder that's going to turn into two second round picks so good for the portland trailblazers they they took a shot there they got him for cheap and they're putting him to good use let's hope the mavs do the exact same thing with christian wood um going forward but guys i appreciate it again uh, be sure to like rate and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms uh Give me a review on on Apple Podcasts or or Spotify, and uh, it really helps us out, and that enters you for a chance to win T-shirt giveaways, ticket giveaways. I'm doing a ticket giveaway here in the next couple weeks, so throw your name in the hat there, and let's get the ball rolling with that. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a great rest of your Friday. Uh, Have a great weekend, and hopefully we have some more encouraging things to talk about Uh, at the top of next week when I'm back on here with my guy, DJ. We'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.